Shalom, shalom, shalom. My name is Michael Sano, and welcome, welcome, welcome to the 12 Cities in Israel podcast. This is episode number 13. Um, welcome, welcome to the show. It's it's going to be a really fun show. Um, I'm going to talk about Haifa, one of my favorite places on the planet, not just in Israel. Um, and I'm going to give you, but before we do that, I'm going to uh, give you some updates. And even before I do that, I'm going to give you... A couple of messages from our wonderful sponsors. Hey guys, I do this every single time. It's important to give gratitude and appreciation to those who help you out. So I'm doing that by telling you about iConnect. iConnect, engagement with Israel that earns you rewards. Earn points and connect with Israel with articles, games, quizzes, polls, and more. So what exactly is iConnect? Well, iConnect is a social gaming platform where you can play, earn points, and receive cool prizes all for free. Their goal is to help you stay connected with Israel no matter where on the globe you are. So why should you play? Because iConnect introduces you to a unique way to acquaint yourself with all things Israel while working towards winning once-in-a-lifetime experiences. So head on over to www.iconnect.co.il. That's www.iconnect.co.il and start playing now. Hey, what's up, Shoshana from iConnect and Theo? You guys are awesome. Um, Our next ad is from Israel Phones. Israel Phones is the leading provider of communication devices for people traveling to Israel. Israel Phones offers SIM cards, MiFi devices, which are mobile Wi-Fi hotspots, travel products, and serves the connectivity needs of tour groups, synagogues, schools, community missions, study programs, and individuals supplying you with international prepaid SIM card cell phones and USB portable modem hotspot rentals. Right now, because of watching this show, Right here, 12 cities in Israel, Israel Phones will give you a free SIM card, which is a $15 value. If you spend $30 or more on their site, all you have to do to get this deal is to use the coupon code 12 cities in Israel. That's the number one, two cities in Israel, no dashes, spaces, or anything like that. All one word when checking out on your next order. For more information on what Israel Phones can do for you and to get the great deal, please visit www.israelphones.com. Please go over to www.israelphones.com. Check them out. Hey, guys, um, it is episode 13. Whoa, huge, heavy. I thought episode 10 was huge, you know, moving in. What is it? Metric multiples of 10. Um, I thought episode 12 was big because uh, 12 cities in Israel, the number 12. Um, Apparently, holy junk, episode 13 is enormous. Why? Why is it enormous? Because I had a message left. So you guys know that I'm going to Israel uh, in January, February to do interviews of 
Israelis um, to bring you guys a, a more whole perspective on, on the whole Israel story, uh, on Israeli culture, Israeli food, Israeli people, and what is Israel. Um, there are a lot of misconceptions about what Israel is, and I feel that it's my mission but it's it's also a labor of love to bring you the Israel that I know, the Israel that I see, the Israel that I've experienced. Well, in order to do that, I've decided to go to go to Israel and you know run the podcast remotely, uh, do some interviews in a one hour format. You know, no no scripting. Just hey, tell me about yourself. Give me your story. Um, the big news is I landed an interview with a member of the Knesset. So for those of you who don't know what the Knesset is, let me take two seconds and explain what that is. So in the United States, we have Congress. In Europe, you have a number of different parliaments. So the Knesset is basically a parliament. It's Israel's parliament, Israel's Congress. It's where different factions, different political parties get together to try to work, try, try to work together and, uh, and come to some kind of consensus and write rules for their society. Um, I have the opportunity to sit down one-on-one with, uh, one of these members of Knesset. And what's funny is this member is, um, I'm, I'm really lucking out with this with this, uh, this little idea that I had where I said, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to get a list of 50 people and I'm going to whittle that list down to 24. Once I get 24 confirmed, um, I'm going to, I'm not going to quit, but, uh, I'm going to hold off on the others and I can do them in another round. Some of the people that I'm going to be interviewing are people on my list. And what do I mean by my list? Well, you have a list. Uh, everyone, everyone has a list. If you could meet anyone in the world, who would it be? Well, my list right now, as it stands is who, if you could, if you could interview anyone who, who would be the top 10, who would be the top five? Um, and this individual, um, is on my top five. What's crazy about this is I am interviewing three of my top 10, three of my top 10 all time. If you could interview anyone's, I'm going to be interviewing, uh, this January or February. It was going to be definitively January, but I want to, I want to give myself a little bit of room, you know, on the January, February side and figure out if I can, uh, figure out, you know, give people to give people time, uh, give myself time. This is all self-funded. So, um, I'm paying for all of this out of my pocket. I'm paying for the hotel. I'm paying for the airfare. Um, and it's pretty exciting. It's pretty damn exciting that I get to, uh, I get to sit face to face across from, yeah, some of my heroes, some of my idols, some of the people that, uh, wow, man, you got to sit for an hour and pick their brain. It's it's going to be great. And what's cool about that, this is another thing that's happened since uh, 
since episode 12. I got this in the mail. Uh, if you are watching the video version of it, you can see it, but I'll tell you what it is. It is my official press pass. Um, let me cover up my address for the other one. All right. So this is my official press pass. This is my reporter card. I am officially a member of the press. Um, this is issued by the, uh, the international association of press photographers so i'm legit guys too legit to quit holy junk this is awesome this is great um wow and i actually didn't even secure the interviews with this um but um i don't know i'm i'm feeling really good i'm feeling really excited i'm floating buoyant on this news um I don't even know if that's a phrase, um, but it's, it's, it's huge. And, and I'm, I, I'm in the process of securing another interview with, uh, so I got a member at Knesset. I have a couple of YouTube personalities that are big in the, um, if you go on, if you go on uh, YouTube and you look up Israel and, and these individuals do videos on either issues with the state, um, learning Hebrew. One of them is, is one of the preeminent faces. If you search learning for Hebrew, um, you guys will go be doing that soon as you get off this probably who, who is he interviewing? Um, there's also, uh, a couple of educators. I think I spoke about that before. Um, one person that I'm trying to get who is a personal friend, but I, I don't know how busy she is. Um, but I'm really excited about this. She is an individual from the United States, made Aliyah, and she is a ballerina. How cool is that? So she's, uh, I just, I mean, her, her travels from going, it, it's tough enough, you know, being a ballerina in the United States and having to deal with, you know, uh, all of the discipline, all of the work, that goes into, you know, something so physically challenging um, that how can it be called an art? It should be called a sport because it's just so physically taxing. Um, but she went and, and bravely uh, went and became a part of a company in Israel. And uh, I want to I want to get across the table from her. Um, another person that I've gotten that I actually spoke to today. Um, and she is, she runs her own, uh, representation company. She represents, uh, talent, uh, musical talent. Um, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm floating right now. I'm so happy. I'm so excited. Um, all this great stuff is happening, but, 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 but. Um, that is not the subject of today's podcast. That is just an update on, uh, on what's going on with the, uh, with the podcast. And I, I, I hope I lured you in with all this excitement so that you, you keep listening and keep watching because we enjoy having you here and we enjoy making this podcast. So what is this podcast about today? Well, if you've been watching, you'll know now it's time for a sip of coffee. Right before I tell you, I'm going to keep you in suspense for a moment. Peter, this is for you. Mm. 
Sorry, that one took a little bit extra long. I, um, I really needed the coffee. So today's episode is about Haifa. All right, cool. Um, now, okay, big deal. What's for, for there? Are some of you are probably going, what is Haifa? Okay, it's a city in the north, and it is probably, arguably, one of the most beautiful cities in the world. Not in Israel, in the world, okay? Now, I do a video about Haifa in, uh, and you'll notice when I say it, I don't say, you'll see it written in English, and it's H A. I-F-A, okay? And, but when you go to Israel, people don't say Haifa. They say Haifa because it doesn't start with an H. It starts with this uniquely Israeli, some would say Middle Eastern sound, which is the Chet, okay? And it's a very throaty sound. Um, so, and and it's a, it's a Hebrew sound that scares new speakers. So, um, anyways, that's just like a little bit of idiot knowledge right there. Um, but Haifa, if you ask people who've been to Israel, um, I discussed this in a video that I do on it and that video is really great because that has a lot of pictures and a lot of the points that I'm going to cover in this episode are in that video. So go over and check out the travel vlog that I do on, uh, I think it's called getting to and around Haifa. Um, but a lot of the information um, can be found there, plus a bunch of great, great fun pictures. So one of the things that I noticed was a lot of people um, went to Israel. You know, they do the obligatory, yeah, I went to Jerusalem. I went to, where did I go? I went to Tel Aviv, and then I got back on a plane and I went home. Or they went and they visited family in somewhere like um, Cologne or, or somewhere, anywhere. Um, and then they went to Jerusalem and then they got on the plane and they went home. Um, but they, you know, I've all, this, this is what they say. You know, I have always list wanted to go there and I just never got around to it. It just seems so far. Actually that, that right there, that response right there came specifically the first time I heard it came from my friend Rafi Cohen, shout out to Rafi. What's up? Um, he said that, and I've heard it uh, mirrored in the responses of a bunch of other people. So, just a little side fact: Haifa is how far is it? It's only fifty miles, fifty miles north of Tel Aviv quick train ride it's probably the train ride is maybe maybe an hour at the most uh sometimes it's quicker um but it's it's a pretty chill ride it's nice you can get there from anywhere in israel um and i actually wrote down are you ready i brought notes um i brought how much it costs to get uh, from Tel Aviv and even as far south as Beersheba. So let's say you are on a study abroad program 
and you go to Ben Gurion University, which is in Beresheva, which is the greatest place on the planet. Um, sorry, it's just how I feel. Um, and you want to take, let's say you're in Tel Aviv, okay? So you fly in uh, to Israel. And you say, hey, I'm going to stay in Tel Aviv. And you do all the fun stuff. And you say, you know what? For the for the weekend, why don't we go up to Haifa? Or for the day, why don't? which is fine. That's actually, it's a nice day trip. That's what I did. Um, from Tel Aviv, it cost 20, about 27, 28 shekels. Okay. Now, as soon as I said that, I know you as the listener and viewer just went, uh, and how much is that? Well, you're going to be shocked. So that 50-mile ride on the train costs between 7 and $8. Holy cow. Do you know how much the Metro North costs for that same ride? That same ride is $20. It's disgusting. And don't say it's because of the unions because um, they all have unions there for the train as well. So... Um, they just do it better and they do it cheaper. So now if you're, so in Tel Aviv, that's 50 miles and it's about eight bucks at the most, at the most, you're going to pay eight bucks, not round trip one way. So if you are all the way in, all the way in the South in Beersheba, which, you know, that seems like it's hell and gone. And at times it feels hell and gone because, you're in the desert. It's a different feel. You feel like you're almost in another country. Um, so that is 53 shekels, which sounds like a lot, but that's only between 14 and $15. So that's even, what's that? 60, 70 miles. And it costs no more than 15 bucks. That's ridiculous. We're doing something wrong with trains in this country. Yes, I'm complaining, but we need to do something about that because this and the trains are awesome. So you get on the train, you get free Wi-Fi. Um, it's a double decker if you're taking it from. Yeah, I think that line is a double decker and it's beautiful. I brought my wife on it and, and my wife got instantly aggravated because she takes the train into New York City every day for work. Um, she works in advertising. She's an executive producer. Good job. Um, and she works in advertising and, uh, she pays, geez, over four, almost $450 a month on, uh, on a train ticket to get back and forth. Um, this is ridiculous. It's so cheap. Now that's the train. And that's if you want to get there by train. Um, you can also, uh, all right. So that's if you're in Tel Aviv and, and Beersheba plus there's other towns along the route. Now, if you're in Jerusalem, I know that's exactly what you're saying. Well, I'm in Jerusalem. I'm visiting my family. I want to go to Haifa. What do I do? Um, there is a train, um, and they're working on that high speed rail thingy, the electric train between it's supposed to go between, um, Jerusalem and Tel Aviv, but I think it only goes and it's totally underground. Like they dug like way under tunnels and stuff like that. Um, which I have to bring something up, but that's, 
a digression, a digression, digression. I don't know. Um, they're, they're running out of, uh, it's just interesting. And I have to say it, um, it's going to kill me if I don't. So they're running out of space to bury people in Jerusalem because everyone wants to be buried in Jerusalem. Oh my gosh. I want to be buried in Jerusalem. Um, so what they're doing is they're building these enormous, um, caves that are mausoleums. Um, so I read about that. Fascinating. Anyways, whatever. Uh, we're talking about Haifa. Um, so they built this underground train. They bored straight through because when you go to Jerusalem from Tel Aviv, you'll notice if you've ever done it, it's all uphill. So it's, you're going up into the highlands, uh, the central highlands of, of Israel. Um, so they, they, they're still working on this train. They're having all kinds of problems. So I talked to my friend, Neely Kane about the train when I was doing that episode. And she said, under no circumstances, take the train to Haifa from Jerusalem. Instead, you want to take the bus. So take the bus and it's relatively inexpensive. Um, I think, yeah, it's, uh, it's 37 shekels from Jerusalem to Haifa, which is about 10 bucks. Um, wow, because that's about 50 miles as well. So the distance between Haifa and Jerusalem and Haifa and Tel Aviv is relatively the same. 10 bucks, man, we're doing something wrong when transportation is so cheap. They use all the same types of transportation as we do now. Gasoline in in Israel is more expensive, but everyone still drives. So, um, anyway, so what you're going to do is you're going to, if you are in Tel Aviv, you're going to take a train. If you are in Beersheba, you're going to take a train. And if you are in Jerusalem, you're going to take the bus. You can also take the bus from, um, you can take the bus from any of the other cities. They're all going to go to what would be your first stop on the train. So it's called Chof HaKarmel. And Chof means beach. So it's Carmel Beach. Dude, how awesome is this city? This city, the first stop is a beach you know it's awesome if the first stop is a beach and uh what's cool is man these guys are slick creative thinkers so what they did is when they set it up they put the bus station right next to the train station okay not like in new york city where grand central is hell and gone from uh from what do you call it uh from the port authority they're on the opposite sides of town whoever came up with that was a knuckle brain um but yeah so the first stop is Chof HaKarmel and it's beautiful you got you're at the beach you are at the beach um and it's a beautiful beautiful beach and what's funny is that's not the only beach but that is where there's a couple of things there. There's this enormous mall, enormous mall within walking distance. So there's all kinds of shopping. Um, there are a bunch of restaurants around there. There is 
I mean, you have to walk a little ways to get to it, but it's not like going to kill you walking. It's, it's, and I don't mean that that sounded so condescending. It's not going to kill you to walk. Um, that's not what I mean. I mean, it's not going to kill you because it's not that far. Um, and this beach goes all the way down. It goes way, way down. And if you're on the train and you don't get off at that stop, which is fine, um, and you don't get off on that stop and you keep going and you look out the window on the left, you're going to be like, whoa, this beach just goes on forever. I can't believe this. And then when you're there, you look up and on the right, you're looking up as Mount Carmel just goes up and there's all these houses dotted on the side it's like uh if you've ever seen photos or video of beverly hills um no not maybe it's beverly hills i don't know but out in la along the canyons and stuff and they got all those houses up there that's exactly what it looks like and you can airbnb this place and find places up along this mountain it's phenomenal and they're not that expensive no, I actually, we were looking at Airbnbs in, um, in Haifa and they were not that expensive. They were not that expensive at all, but the hotels weren't that expensive either. Now, when you get off at Hof, Har- are you ready? Hof, Hakarmel, um, the Leonardo hotel, which is an established chain in Israel and Europe and some of the nicest hotels, uh, in Israel, um, part of what's called the Fatal Group. Um, it's right there. It's beautiful. It's amazing. What I challenge you to do is actually, a little call to action here, go on to Google Maps and type in Haifa Leonardo Hotel and then go down to the street view and look up. It's cool. It's beautiful. And they have... Uh, it's it's got everything it's got a pool it's got it it it's really 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 nice um wow i am blasting through this episode and i have a lot to talk about still so um we are just about at the halfway point so i want to uh i want to give a couple more shout outs to some of our sponsors i'm going to take another sip of coffee real quick hold on Mm-mm-mm. The hum is for my listeners. Um, so that way, I mean, if you're watching this, you see me sip a cup of, cup of coffee. But if uh, <laughs> if you're listening, all you hear is silence. Uh, so the hum is for you guys. I've decided that that's, that's the best way to let you know that the tape hasn't ended. Um, all right. So our first message is from... Neviot, uh, Neviot flavored water, nature at its best taste. Neviot delivers you with a true combination of health and pleasure based on Neviot natural mineral water, one of its kind in Israel. It's enhanced with five B group vitamins. It's naturally sweetened. It is low in calories, only 35 to 40 calories per eight fluid ounces. Um, there are no preservatives, no color additives. It is available in delicious, indulging flavors. Apple, peach, a farsec, and grape. Peach is a farsec uh, is peach in Hebrew. Um, if you're in Israel, you should be drinking Neviot. For more information, check out their website at www.neviot.com. 
uh, global.com forward slash en forward slash home. That's www.neviotglobal forward slash en forward slash home. Did I say that right? www.neviotglobal.com forward slash en forward slash home. Yes. Wow. I fumbled through these ads every once in a while. Um, I apologize, advertisers, uh, sponsors. You guys are great. Um, and my son digs this stuff. He lo- loves, loves, loves it. Um, as soon as the episode's done, he chugs it. Um, but, 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 if you want to get this water, you can get it in the United States at Macolet Online, who is our next sponsor. Macolet Online. Their main goal is to make Israeli groceries and Judaic products affordable and available to everyone in the USA and Canada. Their online store carries items that are unavailable in most places in North America. Things like tahini, Israeli chocolates, frozen borekas, and the Neviat water that we are drinking here today. Um, At Makolet Online, you will find your favorite Israeli goods or simply enjoy brand new flavors. All of their products are kosher and most are manufactured in Israel. If you want the taste of Israel delivered to your home, visit www.makoletonline.com. That's www.makoletonline.com. And order today. And for an added bonus, if you use the code 12 Cities in Israel, that's the number one, two Cities in Israel, um, no spaces, all one word, you will receive 15% off of your entire purchase, the whole thing. So again, visit www.makolet online and order today. And today. Dum, dum, dum. From McCullough Online, they send us care packages. So what I do is I show you something that they've got. And they always send good stuff because that's all they got. Um, this is called um, Snackless, okay? So this is, this is gum, all right? So it's a special kind of gum. I was talking to my wife about this. I showed her. Um, snack less, a safe way to support your diet program from our fields in the desert between the Dead Sea and the Red Sea. We bring you those, these delicious chewing gums infused with our pure and effective Parviflora. Our Parviflora is a special species from the Hootia family known for its effect on people's appetite perception. So chew daily for a convenient way to regain control and snack less. Product of Israel, it says. So this, this, it's sort of like an appetite suppressing gum, which is awesome because um, I love to eat. (laughs) Sorry. Um, But this is so great. This is so awesome. Um, Check it out. It's from a company called... Um, 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 called Snackless. I have another thing in the box that I'm going to show you guys next week. Um, but this is really great. This is there. Look at that. They're out there helping people. Makolet Online, Snackless. You guys are awesome. Um, all right. Back to Haifa. So, where were we? Um, we were at 
We were at um, Hof Carmel. So I told you Hof is beach. Hakarmel, Carmel Beach. So um, the next stop on the train is Batgalim. And Batgalim is... Uh, so, uh, all right, so I have to say something. So in the vlog, I'm like, well, there's not much there at Batgalim, blah, 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 blah. Holy cow, was I wrong. Not right at all. Batgalim is so cool. Um, It's got this these beautiful beaches these beautiful they seem like private beaches and i think a part of it is private but um the majority of it, 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 it they do have a public beach there and they've got all these little shops and restaurants um what i do suggest you do and this is a fun exercise for me because i go and i miss it so what I'll do is I'll go on to Google Maps and I'll go and I'll follow the roads around like neighborhoods that I know just because I get homesick. I miss it. I, I went there and lived there for two summers and, and I miss it when I'm not there. Um, so, but I found that this little exercise that I do when I go back, digitally go back to Beersheba, I can do that in other places around like... Uh, like Batka, the neighborhood, the Bakalim neighborhood, which is the second stop. Also at Bakalim is this enormous complex called the Rambam Medical Center. Um, I'm going to have, I'm going to try to have someone on. I met someone from the American Friends of Rambam and I want them to come on because they do phenomenal stuff. So in Bakalim, they have Rambam, and Rambam has one of the most fascinating little hidden treasures. Uh, treasures? I don't know. Hidden things. Um, so in the basement of Rambam is this parking garage. This parking garage doubles as a trauma bunker emergency room that can fit like I think she said like 10,000 patients so if war were to break out Rambam goes from these enormous buildings that litter this campus underground complete with like living quarters surgical suites all this stuff so when you're going through Haifa and you look around and you go wow this is beautiful underneath it is this enormous medical bunker crazy right I don't know I just thought that that was fascinating um so yeah so if you go to Batkalim if you don't want to go to the beach at um where at Hofa Carmel you can go to the beach at um Mam Mam Batkalim which is the next stop the next stop after that is technically, and it's weird the way it's set up. It's technically the main stop, and it's called uh, Haifa Merkaz or Merkaz Haifa, and it is. But it's called something else too. Hold on, just one sec. I have it here, Hashmona. Yeah, Mer uh, Haifa Merkaz Hashmona. So that is the main um, train station in Haifa. 
But the weird thing about it is it's right in the middle of like an industrial port. So if you're going to get off and you're going to go do things, I had a hiccup. I'm sorry. If you're going to get off the train and go do things in Haifa, it, it depends. If you're going up the mountain, then that's the stop that maybe you would want to take. But if you're going to Haifa to go to the beach and to relax and to chill, um, you would probably want to get off at um, Khofa Carmel or in Batgalim. So if you were, though, all right, so I, I skipped over something at Batgalim, something that is wicked cool and super duper awesome, and I want you to go look it up on uh, on Google. Uh, check it out and... It is. So at Batkalim, if you get off at Batkalim and you start, go back south, you walk south a little bit along the beach, you will start to see in the sky these enormous cable cars. Okay. Uh, because when you get, the first thing you notice when you get to Haifa, and I didn't explain this in the beginning, and this is, this is the most, this is the coolest part. You get off and if you get off at Batgalim or if you get off at Haifa Merkaz, which is Haifa Center, um, you will see the um, gardens, the Baha'i Gardens, which are, wow. I My voice has is kind of quivering in awe, and that's for a very specific reason. Um I have never seen anything like this in my life. So in ancient history, we have the Hanging Gardens of Babylon. And they're written of as heaven on earth, as the most amazing, not only architectural and engineering feat, but just artistic feat of of natural beauty. The only thing that I could ever tell someone is if you ever want to experience what that must have looked like go to Haifa and go look at the Baha'i Gardens there if you ever see a picture of Haifa and it'll come up on the screen um, specifically just this amazing vibrant colorful natural harbor in a bustling city and it it goes up the mountainside um but it's funny because i always and everyone i spoke to spoke of it as the uh as the baha'i gardens but that's actually not the name of it it is actually called the terraces of the shrine of the bab and the Bob uh, was some person who was important in the Baha'i faith. And there are 19 terraces. And in the center um, is where the shrine is. And it's amazing. It's beautiful. And it's a mausoleum where he's buried. And uh, if you do nothing but go there, your trip will be worth it. And what stunk about it for us when I went there was 
they have very specific closing times, like when it's open and when it's closed. And we got there like about an hour before, maybe even half an hour before it was going to close. And, uh, but we got to go in and it was wow. And when you get off at Haifa Merkaz, you look up and you go, whoa, there it is. It's real. Because, and that's what's funny about Haifa and Israel in general. Hold on. I'm going to take a sip. All right. That is, that's one of the things, and it's especially prevalent um, in Haifa. And that's the, and I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to say a bad word. Sorry. Um, the, holy shit, I'm really here. And normally I won't swear on this podcast because it's just not appropriate, but nothing defines and qualifies that feeling as much as that phrase. Um, you're just like, whoa, this is this I'm I'm here. I've seen pictures of this, but and Haifa is one of the so so Jerusalem, when you see the pictures of Jerusalem, you're prepared. Okay. You go there, um you get the sensation that things are a little bit smaller. <laughs> in real life well um but like when i went to uh when i went to the wall um i remember thinking that wow i'm i'm kind of surprised i felt like it would be a little bit bigger i felt like it would be a little larger um and i have a um so yeah, I felt like when I went there it would be a little bit larger. Um Haifa's not that way. When you go to Haifa, you're blown away at how the pictures don't even do it justice. Like I've taken pictures and I've 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 gone back and looked through them before I was going to put them on Instagram or something like that and just been like dude i this this is a great picture but this isn't i just remember that feeling that wow factor and uh nothing blows you away like going to the baha'i gardens now to get to the baha'i gardens that's it's not tricky you just need the information and what i suggest you do is if you have a contact in israel who can get you the information on how to get there because there's two ways to get up there because it is halfway up the mountain okay and it is a hike it's two miles all the way to the top of the mountain and that takes about an hour it's all uphill um we walked about halfway to the Baha'i Gardens and wound up getting a cab if you can there are taxis at the uh at the uh what do you call it at the train stations so absolutely get a taxi at the train station and go all the way up uh, to the gardens. There's a mid section where the shrine is, 
and then you can go up and there's a top section there's a couple of different entrances to get yourself into the Baha'i Gardens but it is phenomenal it's beautiful it's amazing it's literally otherworldly you have to go there um but 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 nothing on the planet beats the view from the top so the view from the top of mount carmel from this place called the louis is it the louis or the louis promenade um i don't know how french it is so um but when you're up there there's this you get to the top and it's so funny this is the coolest coolest one of ah one of the most amazing experiences so you get to the top we took a bus from the shrine in the center of the Baha'i Gardens and then we took a bus that took us all the way up to the top of Mount Carmel and you get off the bus and you're on this avenue boulevard beautiful you actually don't even realize you don't get the sensation that you're on the top of a mountain there's large hotels everywhere and uh you know that if i walk in that direction eventually i'm going to get to wherever this promenade is um you've just been told that there's there's a walkway um and a view okay no problem so you walk and you go down these residential streets because people live at the top and you get there and all of a sudden you get to the end of the street and it opens into this panorama and you immediately and i don't want to hear any guff about this you immediately <laughs> this is so mess. i'm an observant jew and i'm gonna say this um you immediately get the sensation that you are a Greek god sitting on top of Mount Olympus because the Mediterranean just spreads out before you in this blue azure. Wow. A color blue I have never seen in my entire life. And you're on this stone cobbled walkway beautifully manicured there's guard there there's flowers all around this walkway and you're just like i made it i wow i am in wow and to everyone who's visited israel and has never gone to the top of mount carmel you have missed out on one of the greatest, most beautiful experiences in that entire country. Um, it's fabulous. There's nothing like it. There's nothing like the view. And I hope it comes up in a moment. Um, what are we on at? Ashdod. Um, yeah, it probably won't come up before the end of the podcast. But... Um, you know where you can find pictures of it. You can find it on our, our Instagram feed. It's just phenomenal. Another way to get up, and I touched on this, in Batkalim, there's the cable cars, and there's these cable cars that go up the side of the mountain. It's beautiful. It's amazing. Um, and they stop right next to uh, Stella Maris, which is this um, 
19th century uh, Carmelite monastery that's been sitting up there since the 1800s. Um, and the views from there are, are just phenomenal. They're actually, what's funny about that place uh, and that area right there is it is up at the top of Mount Carmel. Um, and there are some amazing restaurants up there and I live for food. So, um, it's awesome. Also at the top, um, which is smart are four, four huge hotels. Um, there are two Don hotels. Don is a chain that's there. Um, one of them is enormous. One of them, I think it's like two huge towers that sit at the top. Um, one is the crown plaza, um, which I, we were going to stay in, but we wound up staying in Tel Aviv, uh, for a couple more days. Um, don't worry, we'll get there. Um, and it's just, wow. There's also another hotel, the Bayview hotel, which is a smaller hotel, but it's beautiful absolutely beautiful and all of these hotels are right on that promenade um except for the crown plaza is farther down but if you walk down to the end of the promenade it's just a a few um a couple hundred feet and boom you're there there's also a number of restaurants up there um and my friend ahuva she has an art studio that's up there and i'm gonna put her uh her email not email her uh web address url at the uh at the in this video so if you're watching on youtube you'll see ahuva art i think is her website um but yeah i love haifa you need to go there you need to experience it um it's phenomenal and i hope i hope that I did it justice. All right. Um, all right. That's it. That's, that's everything. I told you about some, a place that I love and about some wonderful news. Um, it was a really fun episode. Thank you. Thank you. I am going to tell you, uh, as I do when I end every episode about a couple of organizations that I think you should, uh, look at helping out. Um, and here we go. The first one is Ale, and Ale helps children with complex disabilities receive, receive state-of-the-art medical, educational, and rehabilitative care in Ale's four facilities. In addition, Ale provides thousands of outpatient treatments annually. Without Ale, many of these children would be forced to spend their lives in hospitals with no opportunities for rehabilitation, education, and the love and warmth of a home, please visit www.ale.org. That's www.aleh.org and see if there's a way that you can help. Um, they're angels. Go to Ale, find them on Instagram, and uh, just see what you can do to help them out. The next one is Schneider Children's Medical Center of Israel. It is the only comprehensive tertiary care hospital of its kind in the country and in the Middle East, offering the full range of pediatric disciplines under one roof to all children from 0 to 18. 
Since its establishment in 1991, Schneider Children's has revolutionized the practice of pediatric medicine in the country and has been recognized as one of the leading pediatric institutions in the world. To see what you can do for them, please visit www.schneider.org.il forward slash ENG. That's www.schneider.org.il forward slash ENG. Do what you can um, to try to help those two organizations out. Check them out. Um, they're good people. I, uh, I do what I can to help them. Um, and on the subject, um, there is, yeah, I mean, they, they, they just do so much. They do so much. I see. I need to do an entire episode on that. I need to do, because now that I'm thinking about it, I'm thinking about Rambam hospital. I'm thinking about a couple of other hospitals throughout Israel. Um, I should, I should do like the altruism medical episode. I don't even know if I said that right, but, um, there are, I should spend time talking about, uh, just some personal stories about it. Um, yeah. So see what you can do. Try to help them out. Check out LA, check out Schneider, uh, children's hospital. Um, okay. Like I said, I'm going back in, uh, I am going back in January and February. Um, I also want to go back next summer to film the full episodes of the 12 cities in Israel travel show. So what I am asking is, uh, if you could go onto our website and hit the PayPal button and give us $2, um, if 25,000 people get together and each give us $2, um, we will be able to make the $50,000 budget of the six episodes uh for the travel show that's the full half hour length travel show um that money that fifty thousand dollars that goes towards uh airfare lodging transportation around the country and to pay for the actual meals at the restaurants where we'll be filming because you don't um i didn't know this before i started doing all this they don't give the meals to the shows the shows pay the restaurant, which is obvious, I guess. Um, but yeah, so how about that? Crazy. I didn't know that. I could be naive for not knowing that. But um, yeah, if you could help us out, um, we want to bring you more content. We want to bring you the full shows. Um, and like I said, this is all out of my my own pocket. So if you could help us out by going over to uh, the 12 Cities in Israel website, www.12citiesinisrael.com and hitting the PayPal button. We would really appreciate it. Um, all right. So thank you so much for joining us for this episode uh, of the 12 Cities in Israel podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to our feed and become a part of the 12 Cities in Israel community. You can find this podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Spotify. And we'll be bringing you a brand new podcast every week. So keep your eyes out. Um, for that also to help support this podcast you can visit our patreon page and become a regular donor you can find that page at www.patreon.com forward slash 12 
cities in Israel. And that's all just one word, no spaces. It's a URL. So www.patreon.com forward slash 12 cities in Israel. And if you can help us out, that'd be awesome. Um, Also, please visit our YouTube channel where you can see a video version of this podcast if you aren't already watching. Um, Plus other videos that we have produced, including our full-length travel episode on the city of Beersheba, which is fun. It's awesome. It's called Food and Fun in Beersheba in southern Israel. While you're there, uh, share it with other people. And please, please subscribe. We are trying to get our subscriber count up, so every click uh, helps out. So we would appreciate that. Uh, check us out uh, on our website, www12 citiesinisrael.com that's the number one two citiesinisrael.com um on our facebook page and on our instagram where every day we pro with where every day we post a brand new picture from our israel travels um hey thanks a lot for joining us bye